कंप्लीट वर्क्स ऑफ स्वामी विवेकानंद थर्टी फर्स्ट सेशन भक्ति योगा दी प्रिपरेशन फॉर भक्ति योगा ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम श्री गणेशाय नमः डॉक्टर कृष्णमूर्ति शास्त्री दंबे पुणा बंटवाड़ तालूक दक्षिण कन्ड जिला कर्नाटक इंडिया भारत दि बेस्ट डेफिनेशन गीवन of bhakti yoga is perhaps embodied in the verse may that love undying which the non discriminating have for the fleeting objects of the senses never leave this heart of mine of me who seek after thee we see what a strong love men who do not know any better have for sense objects for money dress their wives children friends and possessions what a tremendous clinging they have to all these things so in the above prayer the sage says i will have that attachment that a tremendous clinging only to thee this love when given to god is called bhakti satvasmin parama prema roopa narada bhakti sutra hmm bhakti is the uh, uh, परम प्रेम रूप मीन द सुप्रीम लव अस्म इन गाड एंड इन शांडील्य भक्ति सूत्रास और एफॉरिजम्स इट इज नेरेटेड और डिफाइंड इन अनदर वर्ड्स इन द सेम मीनिंग सा परानुरक्तिश्वरे भक्ति और डिवोशन इज वह ईश्वर के प्रति परम अनुराग रूपा है सो इट इज द ग्रेटेस्ट लव टवर्ड्स लॉर्ड दैट इज पराभक्ति सो दैट इज भक्ति सो सो इट टीचर्स अस दैट नो वन ऑफ द फैकल्टीज we have been given in vain that is this love uh, when we uh, when given to god is called bhakti bhakti is not destructive it teaches us that no one of the faculties we have has been given in vain that through them is the natural way to come to liberation bhakti does not kill out our tendencies it does not go against nature but only gives it a higher and more powerful direction how naturally we love objects of the senses we cannot but do so because they are so real to us we do not ordinarily see anything real about higher things but when a man has seen something real beyond the senses beyond the universe of senses the idea is that he can have a strong attachment only it should be transferred to the object beyond the senses which is god and when the same kind of love that has before been given to sense objects is given to god it is called bhakti according to the sage ramanuja the following are the preparations for getting that intense love towards god the first is viveka it is a very curious thing especially to people of the west it means according to ramanuja discrimination of food food contains all the energies that go to make up the forces of our body and mind it has been transferred and conserved and given new directions in my body but my body and mind have nothing essentially different from the food that i ate 
just as the force and matter we find in the material world become body and mind in us so essentially the difference between body and mind and the food we eat is only in manifestation it being so that out of the material particles of our food we construct the instrument of thought and that from the finer forces lodged in these particles we manufacture though itself uh, thought itself it naturally follows that both this thought and the instrument will be modified by the food we take there are certain kinds of food that produce a certain change in the mind we see it every day there are other sorts which produce a, thing, a change in the body and in the long run we uh, have a tremendous effect on the mind it is a great thing to learn a good deal of the misery we suffer in occasioned is occasioned by the food we take you find that the, after a heavy and indigestible uh, meal it is very hard to control the mind it is running running all the time there are certain, certain foods which are exciting if you eat such food you find that you cannot control the mind it is obvious that after drinking a large quantity of wine or other alcoholic beverage a man finds that his mind would not be controlled it runs away from his control so ahara shuddhau sattva shuddhi sattva shuddhau dhruva smruti hmm. that is achandogya upanishad saying hmm. so by the pure food our mind or chitta gets purified and from pure mind we will be dhruva smruti the memory power will be increased and the memory towards the god will be more if the food is pure according to ramanuja uh, there are three things in food we must avoid first there is jati the nature or species of the food that must be considered all exciting food should be avoided as meat or for instance this should not be taken because it is by its very nature impure we can get it only by the taking the life of another we get pleasure uh, for a moment and another creature has to give up its life to give us that pleasure not only so but we uh demoralize other human beings it would be rather better if every man who eats meat killed the animal himself but instead of doing uh, so society gets a class of persons to do that business for them for doing which it hates them in england uh, no butcher can serve on a jury the idea being that he is cruel by nature who makes him cruel society if we did not Uh, eat beef and mutton there would be no butchers eating meat is only allowable for people who do very hard work and who are not going to be bhaktas but if you are going to be bhakta or devotee you should avoid meat also all exciting foods such as onions garlic and all uh, evil smelling food as uh, uh, sour corn sour kraut any food that has been standing for days till its condition has ch- is changed any food whose natural juices have been almost dried up uh, any food that is uh, malodorous should be avoided so that is these are all tamasic foods in gita also lord krishna says aayusatva balarogya sukha priti vivardhanaha aahara satvika shresh सात्विकेष्टा रसा स्निग्धा स्थिरा हृदया आहारा सात्विक प्रिया
so these are the foods which are liked by ಸಾತ್ವಿಕಾಸ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಆಯುಷ್ ಸತ್ವ ಬಲ ಆರೋಗ್ಯ ಸುಖ ಪ್ರೀತಿ ವಿವರ್ಧನ ಇಟ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ರೀಸಸ್ ಸಾತ್ವಿಕ್ ಫುಡ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ರೀಸಸ್ ಆಯುಷ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಸ್ಪಾನ್ ಸತ್ವ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಸ್ಟ್ರೆಂತ್ ಬಲ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಫೋರ್ಸ್ ಸ್ಟ್ರೆಂತ್ ಆರೋಗ್ಯ ಹೆಲ್ತ್ ಆಯುಷ್ ಸತ್ವ ಬಲ ಆರೋಗ್ಯ ಸುಖ ಪ್ರೀತಿ ವಿವರ್ಧನ ಸುಖ ಆರ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪಿನೆಸ್ ಆರ್ ಬ್ಲಿಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಲವ್ all these are increased by the sattvic food hmm. and rasya snigdha sthira hrudya rasya means it should be it should not be dried food it should be uh, juicy like uh, it, is, it should be liquid food uh, uh, solid liquid mixed rasya snigdha it should have a sticky property like oil or, or uh, ghee rasya snigdha sthira hrudya sthira means uh the food which which is not um uh, like uh, which is uh, which does not uh, fo- comes foul smelling very soon which is very uh, long standing food mm. so sthira hrudya that is very much uh, flavorable to the mind uh, pleasurable to the mind to eat that is hrudya heart touching food so these are sattvic foods next ಕಟ್ಟು ಆಮ್ಲ ಲವಣಾತ್ಯುಷ್ಣ ತೀಕ್ಷ್ಣ ರೂಕ್ಷ ವಿಧಾಹಿನ ಆಹಾರ ಆಹಾರ ರಾಜಸಸ್ಯೇಷ್ಟಾ ಸೊ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಮೋರ್ ಬಿಟರ್ ಮೋರ್ ಸೋರ್ ಆರ್ ಮೋರ್ ಸಾಲ್ಟಿ ಫುಡ್ಸ್ ಮೋರ್ ಚಿಲ್ಲಿ ಫುಡ್ಸ್ ಮೋರ್ ಸ್ಪೈಸಿ ಫುಡ್ಸ್ ದೀಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ ರಾಜಸ ಫುಡ್ಸ್ ದೀಸ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ರೀಸ್ ದಿ ವಿಗರ್ ಸ್ಟ್ರೆಂತ್ ಆರ್ ಡಿಸೈರ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ ಆಲ್ ದೋಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ and tamasic food means these are all no whatever now swami vivekananda said the yata yamam gata rasam puti parishitancha yat uchchistancha amedhyam tat tamasam udahrutam that means the food uh, which has been prepared very long ago yata yamam gata rasam which is dried up already puti parishitancha yat uh, which is already started um, foul smelling uchchistancha amedhyam which is the left out food or which is uh, uh, scattered anywhere uh, half eaten and scattered spilled over food amedhyam these are all these foods are tamasic foods so uh, for a devotee or to become a bhakta god's devotee one should not take tamasic foods according to ramanuja there are three things to in in food we must avoid first uh, so that is the thing what to uh, tamasic foods we should avoid the next thing that is to be considered as regards food is still more intricate to western minds it is uh, what is called ashraya that is a person from whom it comes this is rather a mysterious theory of the hindus the idea is that each man has a certain aura around him magnetic aura and uh, whatever thing he touches a part of his character as it were his influence is left on it it is supposed that a man's character emanates from him as it were like a physical force and whatever he touches is affected by it so we must take care who touches our food when it is cooked a wicked or immoral person must not touch it 
one who wants to be a bhakta must not dine the people uh, dine with people who he knows to be very wicked because their infection will come through the food the other form of purity to be observed in uh, is nimitta or instruments dirt and dust must not be in food food should not be uh, brought from the market and placed on the table unwashed we must be careful also uh, about the saliva and other secretions the lips ought uh, never for instance uh, to be touched with the fingers the mucous membrane is the most delicate part of the body and all the tendencies are uh, conveyed very easily by saliva its contact therefore is to be regarded as not only offensive but dangerous again we must not eat food half of which has been eaten by someone else when these things are avoided in food it becomes pure pure food brings a pure mind and in a pure mind is a constant memory of god let me tell you the same thing as explained by another commentator shankaracharya who takes quite another uh, view This word for food in Sanskrit is derived from the root meaning to gather. Ahara means gathered in. What is his explanation? He says the passage that uh, when food is pure, the mind will become pure uh, really means that lest we become subject to the senses, we should avoid the following. First, as to attachment, we must not be extremely attached to anything excepting God. except god see everything do everything but be not attached as soon as extreme attachment comes a man loses himself he is no more master of himself he is a slave if a woman is tremendously attached to a man she becomes a slave to that man there is no use in being a slave there are higher things in this world than becoming a slave to human being love and do good to everybody but do not become a slave in the first place attachment degenerates us individually and in the second place makes us extremely selfish owing to this for a failing we want to injure others to do good to those we love a good many of the wicked deeds done in this world are really done through attachment to certain persons so all attachment accepting that for good works should be avoided but love should be given to everybody then as to jealousy there should be no jealousy in regard to objects of the senses jealousy is the root of all evil and a most uh, difficult thing to conquer next delusion we always take one thing for another and act upon that with the result that we bring misery upon ourselves we take the bad for the good anything that uh, titillates our nerves for a moment we think as the highest good and plunge into it immediately but find uh, when it is too late that it has given us a tremendous blow every day we run into this error and we often continue in it all our lives when the senses without being extremely attached without jealousy or without delusion work in the world such work or collection of impressions is called pure food according to shankaracharya when pure food is taken the mind is able to take in objects and think about them without attachment jealousy or delusion then the mind becomes pure and uh, then there is constant memory of god in that mind it is quite natural for one to say that shankara's meaning is the best but i wish to do i wish to add that one should not neglect ramanuja's interpretation either 
it is only when you take care of the real material food that the rest will come it is very true that mind is the master but very few of us are not bound by the senses we are all controlled by matter and as long as we are so controlled we must take material aids and then we uh, when we have become strong we can eat or drink anything we like we have to follow ramanuja in taking care about food and drink at the same time we must also take care about our mental food it is very easy to take care about material food but mental work must go along with it then gradually our spiritual self will become stronger and stronger and the physical self less assertive then will food hurt you no more the great danger is that every man wants to jump at the highest ideal but jumping is not the way that ends only in a fall we are bound down here and we have to break our chains slowly this is called viveka discrimination the next is called vimoka freedom from desires he who wants to love god must get rid of extreme desires desire nothing except god this world is good so far as it helps one to go to the higher world the objects of the senses are good so far as they help us to attain higher objects we always forget that this world is a means to an end and not an end in itself if this were the end we should be immortal here in our physical body we should never die but we see people every moment dying around us and yet foolishly we think we shall never die and from that conviction we come to think that this life is the goal that is the case with 99% of us this notion should be given up at once this world is good so far as it is a means to perfect ourselves and as soon as it has ceased to be so it is evil so wife husband children money and learning are good so long as they help us forward but as soon as they cease to do that they are nothing but evil if the wife help us to attain god she is a good wife so with the husband or a child if money help a man to go, to do good to others it is of some value but if not it is simply a mass of evil and the sooner it is got rid of the better the next is abhyasa practice the mind should always go towards god no other things have any right to withhold it it should continuously think of god though this is a very hard task yet it can be done by persistent practice what we are now is the result of our past practice again practice makes us what we shall be so practice the other way one sort of turning round has brought us this way turn the other way and get out of it as soon as you can thinking of the senses has brought us down here to cry one moment to rejoice the next to be at the mercy of uh, every breeze slave to everything this is shameful and yet we call ourselves spirits go the other way think of god let the mind not think of any physical or mental enjoyment but of god alone when it tries to think of anything else give it a good blow so that it may turn round and think of god as oil poured from one vessel to another tailadhara vat mm falls in an unbroken line as chimes coming from a distance fall upon the ear as one continuous sound so should the mind flow towards god in one continuous stream we should not only impose this practice on the mind but the senses too should be employed instead of hearing foolish things we must hear about god instead of talking foolish words we must talk of god instead of reading foolish books we must read good ones which tell of god
the greatest aid to this practice of keeping god in memory is perhaps music the lord says to narada the great teacher of bhakti i do not live in heaven nor do i live in the heart of the yogi but where my devotee sing my praise there i am music has such a tremendous power over the human mind it brings it to concentration in a moment you will find the dull ignorant low brute like human beings who never steady their mind for a moment at other times when they hear attractive music immediately become charmed and concentrated even the minds of animals such as dogs lions cats and serpents become charmed with music the next is kriya work doing good to others memory of god will not come to the selfish man the more we come out and do good to others the more our hearts will be purified and god will be in them according to our scriptures there are five sorts of work called the fivefold sacrifice pancha yajnas pancha maha yajnas uh, first study jnana yajna or swadhyaya yajna a man must study every day something holy and good second worship of god deva yajna angels or saints as it may be rishi yajna third our duty to our forefathers pitri yajna fourth our duty to human beings manushya yajna man has no right to live in a house himself until he builds for the poor also or for anybody who needs it the householder's house should be open to everybody that is poor and suffering then he is a real householder if he builds a house only for himself and his wife to enjoy he will never be a lover of god no man has the right to cook food only for himself it is for others and he should have what remains it is a common practice yajna shishtashinaha in bhagavad gita it is a common practice in india that when the season is uh, seasons produce first uh, comes into the market such as uh, strawberries or mangoes a man buys some of them and gives to the poor then he eats of them and it is a very good example to follow in this country this training will make a man unselfish and at the same time be an excellent object lesson to his wife and children the hebrews in olden times used to give the first fruits to god the first of everything should go to the poor we have only a right to what remains the poor are tena tyaktena bhunjitaha ishavasya upanishad the poor are god's representatives anyone that suffers in his representative anyone that suffers is his representative without giving uh, that is called daridra narayana without giving he who eats and enjoys eating enjoys sin bhuktete agham bhukte sthena eva saha he is the he is a thief fifth our duty to the lower animals that is bhutayajna it is diabolical to say that all animals are created for men to be killed and used in any way man likes it is the devil's gospel not god's this how diabolical it is to cut them up to see whether a nerve quivers or not in a certain part of the body i am glad that in our country such things are not uh, countenanced by the hindus Uh, whatever encouragement they may get from the foreign government they are under one portion of the food cooked in a household belongs to the animals also they should be given food every day animals there ought to be hospitals in every city in this country for poor lame or blind horses uh, cows 
dogs and cats where they should be fed and taken care of then there is kalyana purity which comprises the following satya truthfulness he who is true unto him the god of truth comes satya narayana thought word, word and deed should be perfectly true next arjava straightforwardness rectitude the word means to be simple no crookedness in heart no double dealing even if it is a little harsh go straight forward and not crookedly daya pity compassion ahimsa not injuring any being by thought word or deed dana charity there is no higher virtue than charity the lowest man is he who hands who, uh, whose hand draws in in receiving and he is the highest man who whose hand goes out in giving the hand has made to give always give the last bit of bread you have given uh, you have even if you are starving you will be free in a moment if you starve yourself to death by giving to another immediately you will be perfect you will become god people who have children are bound already they cannot give away they want to enjoy their children and they must pay for it are are there not enough children in the world it is only selfishness which says i will have a child for myself the next is anavasada not desponding cheerfulness despondency is not religion whatever else it may be by being pleasant always and smiling it takes you nearer to god nearer by any prayer how can those minds that are gloomy and dull love if they talk of love it is false they want to hurt others think of the fanatics they make the longest faces and all their religion is to fight against others in word and act think of what they have done in the past and of what they would do now if they were given a free hand they would deluge the whole world in blood tomorrow if it would bring them power by worshiping power and making long faces they lose every bit of love from their hearts so the man who always feels miserable will never be, uh, come to god it is not religion it is diabolism to say i am so miserable every man has his own burden to bear if you are miserable try to be happy try to conquer it god is not to be reached by the weak never be weak you must be strong you have infinite strength within you how else will you conquer anything how else will you come to god at the same time you must avoid excessive merriment uddarsha as it is called a mind in that state never becomes calm it becomes fickle excessive merriment will always be followed by sorrow tears and laughter are near kin people so often run from one extreme to the other let the mind be cheerful but calm never let it run into excess because every excess will be followed by a reaction ati sarvatra varjayet these according to ramanuja are the preparations for bhakti so this is what we are seeing the 31st session this is preparation of bhakti or uh, what they say preparations for bhakti next we will see the first steps of the bhakti in the next session हरे राम श्री विवेकानंद अर्पितमस्तु लोका समस्ता सुखिनो ओं तत्सत्